So the Penn State Nittany Lions slot in at number 11 in the first edition of the college football playoff rankings. And I hate to admit it, but the committee got this one right. You are locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Penn Staters? You are locked on Nittany Lions. Thanks so much for making us your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Seiko, bringing you all things Penn State Nittany Lions. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team simply wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Help out the show, become an everyday or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. And comment down below, does Penn State make sense at number 11? I think they do. In the latest, in the first edition, the college football playoff top 25. We are talking about that to start off this episode, discuss some injuries, and could a former Penn State quarterback be making his anticipated, much-anticipated NFL debut very soon, starting a specific team we'll discuss that in the final segment penn state ranked as number 11 in the college football playoff this is fair easily put it's they're fair penn state has not really beaten anyone besides the iowa hawkeyes and west virginia but penn state is no longer undefeated albeit they did lose to the number one ranked team in the country according to the committee the ohio state buckeyes and that's probably because buckeyes have beaten penn state and went on the road and beat the Fighting Irish. Those are two quality wins. You just had the scare against Indiana, of course, at home, 33-24. to This makes a lot of sense. This is appropriate. Now, the AP Top 25 still has them at number nine above Ole Miss and the Oklahoma Sooners. But if I'm being honest, Penn State, this is that's a toss-up. And I really think those two teams could beat Penn State right now. Uh, they they very well could. I would take Oklahoma right now in a neutral site game. The Sooners beat Texas on the road. They did lose to Kansas. I won't go too far off script with this one, just looking back at that game, because people might argue, well, they lost to Kansas, so how, how could Oklahoma actually beat Penn State? Well, OU lost to Kansas because Kansas is a really good running team. Penn State, for whatever reason this season, is not. Uh, so since Penn State cannot run the ball with the same kind of attitude, effectiveness that the Jayhawks could, and if that is Oklahoma's Achilles heel this season, the Nittany Lions wouldn't have that great of a chance. I, I just don't know how Penn State keeps up with those two offenses for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, and then Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, and uh, Coach v Brett Venables uh, over there for the Sooners. But here's what the top 10 looks like for the college football playoff. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma and Ole Miss, as we've discussed, and your Penn State and the Lions. This is why we need an, an expanded college football playoff. In my opinion, Washington should be number four. And how could you argue otherwise, beating the likes of the Oregon Ducks and the most quality win that Florida State has is that game against LSU, 
and we've come to find out that the Tigers are just not as good. They're they're a good team. They're a top 25 team, but they're not a college football playoff contender anymore. But it's really a toss-up. Washington, Florida State, how do you decide that based on the body of work? Because they have similar resumes to this point. Any of those top nine could win the college football playoff. I'm, I, I really do mean that. Are, are some better slated to do so than others? Absolutely. Michigan as opposed to Alabama, sure. But if you give those teams an equal playing field and say, all right, fight it out, <laughs> any one of those guys, any one of those teams could really emerge. And if Penn State would just figure out its offense, they could contend too, uh, really, because the team, the defense, the defense is elite. It's championship caliber, but the offense, not, not really so much. But that is why a 12-team playoff is needed. So I'm, I'm glad it's not going to be a six-team, an eight-team, 10-team. At a minimum, it should have been 12. I would like to see a 16-team playoff. Heck, FCS does it. 24 teams. Why can't Division I college football at its highest level do it? I still don't know the answer to that, but the 12-team playoff is at least the right number if they were going to move to anything. And on this episode of Locked On Nittany Lions, talking Penn State playoff rankings, also talking injury updates. James Franklin had his weekly press conference, which is going to be moving to Mondays, as a matter of fact, instead of Tuesdays. But we got a little bit of an injury update from Coach. We'll discuss on the other side of this sponsor break as we hear from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. That's all they got to do is win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and so much more. And right now, Penn State is a 10.5 point favorite against the Maryland Terrapins. So if you like that line, why don't you go visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season? That is FanDuel slash locked on kickoff of the football season in general. FanDuel official partner of the NFL and the locked on podcast network amps up college football coverage with locked on college football kickoff live every Friday, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time on all the locked on college YouTube channels live as they discuss everything, college football playoff implications, conference rivalries, the weekend slate of games, you name it. You can join the show, watch it live, 11 a.m. Eastern time on Fridays, Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. And then when the show is over, you can listen back to it wherever you get your podcasts. Penn State football injury report. Well, we don't get too much insight from Penn State football coach James Franklin, but we at least get some updates, some nuggets of information that we just kind of have to come to our own conclusions to. Now, James Franklin will admit when a player is out for the season. Harrison, Trey Wallace, right? Harrison Wallace, Trey Wallace, whatever you want to call him, Trey. Uh, and Caden Wallace both exited the game on Saturday against Indiana. Now, we did not get an official update about either of them, the injury, the extent of it, but we know that they are not going to be lost for the season. We can make our own assumptions as Wallace went to make a catch, 
and came up short, you know, empty handed, did not catch the football, ran to the locker room right away, got a sling, came back to the sideline. So we're assuming this is an upper body shoulder arm injury. I'm not a doctor, not pretending to be one. I've made that clear, but no season ending confirmation from coach Franklin. So therefore Wallace is not out for the season. We know that, but that could mean anything. Is that one practice, one week, one game, one month? Is that the rest of the season up until the bowl game? Because Penn State is bowl eligible. I, I don't think uh, people are looking for a college football playoff here, but just so we remember, Penn State is bowl eligible. If Penn State does, if Trey Wallace is still available for the season, he could hypothetically come back for the bowl game and therefore he would not be out for the season. So we don't we don't know how long he's going to be out. I I can't make a guess, but being in a sling and going to get evaluated by doctors, the med staff immediately is not a good sign. Franklin did admit that he expects the light to go off. These are his words, not mine, uh, against Maryland for the wide receivers. Dante Cephas and Malik McLean, surprisingly enough, Malik McLean got a rave review in James Franklin's presser, and both of those guys saw increased snap counts against Indiana. I thought it was interesting that Penn State went away from the 12 personnel and went more towards the three wide receiver sets, which they've been traditionally that kind of team up until these last two years of Mike Yersich offenses. But it's something to watch against a Maryland secondary that does struggle. They the passing the pass defense for the Terrapins is not that great. As for Caden Wallace, offensive tackle on the right side of the O line, Franklin did expect gave a little more of a clear answer. Does expect him to return, but noted that Drew Shelton will play against Maryland. Now Shelton did not perform that well against Indiana, and that's according to Pro Football Focus and whatever you think of Pro Football Focus. Right, it's an assessment, and it might not be perfect, but it is a fair assessment of how players are performing uh, when you don't get to watch and review every single play to give them a grade. And and Shelton did not do that well. Wallace performed in 12 snaps better than Shelton did for a majority of the game. J.B. Nelson had a really good game. Olu Fashionu had a really good game. Hunter Norzad, Vanga Yuane, okay game, right? But Drew Shelton actually had the lowest score out of, out of that group. He has admitted, right? We've talked to Drew Shelton that the transition from left tackle to right tackle has been a big one for him. It's it's very different. Don't think just because you're flipping sides. Well, it's tackle. It's got to be the same. Priorities are different on the right side of the offensive line versus the left side. So uh, Wallace has had a really good season thus far. He's been underrated. He's drawn a lot of criticism. And I think it's been due criticism over his time at Penn State but especially as a pass blocker this season. Wallace, Caden Wallace, has been really good this year. Penn State needs to keep him. I hope that they can rotate them together, but I, I would like to see Caden Wallace out there as opposed to Drew Shelton because I still feel like Shelton still has to get his legs underneath of him over at that right tackle spot. As for two main defenders, defensive ends, Chop Robinson. This is a big game coming up for Mr. Robinson. No, no updates here as we begin with Robinson and then Amin Vanover, of course, left against Ohio State as well. You would like to see Robinson play because this is Maryland, former team that he played for is home state, right? He's from the area, former school. If it is ideal, rest these guys because you don't need Chop Robinson or Amin Vanover against Maryland. And those guys would help, certainly, but I still think 
Penn State is a 10 and a half point favorite. And I know that the books, Vegas, they're assuming that these guys aren't going to play. Uh, they would make a significant difference. And it showed because Penn State allowed 24 points to Indiana. Now, there were some secondary miscommunications, right? But Robinson and Amin Vanover, their availability do make the Penn State defense a lot better. I still think, I know, they can still beat Maryland without those guys. But if you can rest them and get them closer to 100% for when you do actually need them against the likes of the Michigan Wolverines, which is a little less than two weeks away now, right? Don't get caught looking too far ahead, Penn State fans, right? But if that's what's necessary, do it, right? I, I co-sign this. Keep Chop Robinson, me and Van over on the sideline just so that they are better physically prepared and not as injured for the Michigan game. And then for the freshmen that have been ruled out, just because Andrew Rafley has seen playing time, Elliot Washington has seen more playing time, and KB on keys as well. Uh, Rapplio, interestingly enough, was dressed for the Indiana game, took warm-ups, looks fine, but I, I haven't seen him at last week's practice. I'm intrigued to see him at the next viewing session, but he dressed, went through all the warm-ups, and then he was listed as inactive, so was Elliot Washington. Elliot Washington didn't exactly see him warm up and didn't get a chance to see if he was available on the defensive side of things, so we'll be more aware of that. But Washington it has been more of a contributor, at least, compared to Kavion Keys and Raplia in this case, Keys as well, but really no indication as far as are they are they out, are they injured? Raplia looks fine from what we've seen with the eye test. Washington and Keys, the jury's still out on them. Hopefully they are okay. Keys, Raplia played the one game. Washington has made multiple appearances across multiple games, and they he clearly had the green light here in this case. And playing late in games where Penn State was up by a lot. And I like what Washington, Washington's very fast. I would like to see him back on the football field sooner rather than later. So there you have it, your Penn State injury report, the best that we can get it. And we'll have a better idea after this Wednesday's practice here in the middle of the week. Sean Clifford, the Green Bay Packers, could they be making a change at quarterback? Well, one NFL analyst seems to think so. I'm going to give you my take on it. Will Clifford become the Packers' starting quarterback? We'll discuss in a moment. First, let's hear from another one of our sponsors on today's episode, and that is eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and to level up its peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you are looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the right prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. And Locked On Nittany Lines is your go-to podcast for happyvalleyinsider.com. Penn State rivals all the latest coming off of the Indiana game plus previewing what the Maryland Terrapins have to offer, and then Michigan, in addition to recruiting, and of course, basketball, hockey, wrestling, you name it, 
over at Penn State Rivals. If you want more Penn State coverage outside of the show, you check out happyvalleyinsider.com. Sean Clifford, starter for the Green Bay Packers. Should they do it? I think so. Yeah. Will they do it? Will Matt LaFleur actually make the change? No, they're, they're not going to do it. Packers offense is struggling. If you've watched, if you keep up with the NFL, I know Penn State fans are fully invested in the in the Nittany lines, but I know that people dabble in, in both sides of the college football and the NFL, right? It's pretty easy, but they're one of the worst offenses in the NFL. Green Bay right now is only averaging 17 points per game over the past six games. And I don't like saying this as a Steelers fan because I get to watch Matt Canada lead a Steelers offense with a struggling Kenny Pickett, right? And it's not like there's any promise with Mitch Trubisky, but Kenny Pickett, I guess, is that guy, right? That young up-and-coming quarterback, Sean Clifford, in a different situation, but similar. He's older, I guess. He's an older rookie, right? 25, but... Green Bay has mustered nothing since they've lost the likes of Devontae Adams and, of course, Aaron Rodgers, who who really led led that offense. But I don't think the Packers have anything to lose here. Clifford's a leader. Clifford's a cerebral quarterback, and we're finding out just how much better he was with Penn State than people are willing to give him credit for. Three different offensive coordinators. He's seen it all. And what NFL scouts have admitted, if you listen closely, scouts and NFL teams, they like quarterbacks that have played a lot of college football, that have the experience. It's different for running backs. Running backs are a different case because tread on the tires, right? We've heard that say. We've heard that saying about the running back position, the shortest shelf life in the NFL. It's very unfortunate, but that's the most, you know, you're almost getting hit like the offensive line. You're getting hit on just about almost every play. Quarterback. You can prolong your career like a kicker and a punter because you don't get, you're not supposed to get as hit as often. But my point is NFL scouts really like quarterbacks with experience before they get to the pros. Sean Clifford has just that. Look at the Trey Lance experience. He has none, right? The experiment, I should say. Not necessarily the experience because he doesn't have any. But the Trey Lance experiment in San Francisco, they bailed out. And why is Brock Purdy succeeding? Because he had a lot of experience at Iowa State. So you're catching my drift. College quarterbacks are not always guaranteed to do better at the next level. But my point is, and listen to the NFL scouts, general managers, and coaches. They believe that players with more experience at quarterback coming into the league are more likely to succeed than guys who don't. Sean Clifford's just that, okay? But the Packers are not going to take the job away from Jordan Love. He's earned it, sat behind Rodgers for a longer. He's he's been there, right? And, and and I agree with that. But no job is safe. No job is safe. And Sean Clifford immediately won, won the number two quarterback job for the Green Bay Packers. Is Love the problem though? Is Jordan Love actually the problem? Look, I've watched some of their games they've played in prime time. I, I watch NFL Red Zone. I, I like NFL football. Love does look uncomfortable. Very inaccurate at times. What the heck is he trying to do with the football? But if you listen to the Packer diehards, because I'm not a Green Bay Packer diehard fan, but what are they saying? Offensive line's not blocking. I know that their left tackle, David Bakhtiari, is hurt again. Injury to running back Aaron Jones. I'm on my fantasy team, so I, I know all about that. Wide receiver play has been pretty bad. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, like they, they don't have the same 
experience and talent that they had with guys like, of course, Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, right? Greg Jennings. I know those are some really throwback names at this point, but Clifford might not do so well with this supporting cast and might get a bad rep if he's really thrown to the wolves like that, if he has to inherit this offense. But I'm still impressed that he was the number two quarterback right out of the gate. So the conversation is warranted here. Where is this news coming from? Clifford taking over for a struggling Jordan Love hasn't been confirmed by the Packers media or anything because it's not a done deal. But former NFL quarterback and NBC analyst Chris Sims believes it should happen. And if someone like him is suggesting that, well, then there's some legitimacy to this. And this is directly from Sims. Quote, the inconsistencies of the Packers offense, it's even more than I thought it would be. And that's a very good point, which is why I think Sean Clifford should take over. But he also said, I wonder with them if they're going to start talking or getting Sean Clifford ready to go. Hey, you might need to come in here if we go through another first half like we did yesterday where Jordan Love and the offense are just inept. Packers have made no indication what they're doing, but I think Sean Clifford, if you need to change the pace because Jordan Love isn't doing anything for them. Aaron Jones, you'd like to have a balanced run game, but I just like the way that Sean Clifford does process the game. That's one of his best attributes is seeing the field of play where he, the physical attributes are not perfect and they're short compared to all of the other. And I, and I mean that figuratively, right? That Sean, cause Sean Clifford six two. He's not, he's not a short, he's not short for a quarterback, but the arm strength, some accuracy where he wins in these quarterback battles is his brain. Okay, good decision maker, great leader, knows where to put the football. Is he going to do that every time with the physical attributes? Maybe not necessarily, but that's why he was a fifth round pick because you can still train those things and make them better. I think he has a ceiling. I think he has a limit from what he can do as an athletic quarterback with the arm strength, running the ball, running the football right. But being someone who's very educated in the game is what, is going to allow Sean Clifford to have a nice career in the NFL, whether that's as a starter or as a backup. He's going to be in an NFL locker room for a, a good chunk uh, of, of time here for the foreseeable future. That'll do it for this edition of Locked On Nittany Lines. We're going to have reactions, takeaways from Penn State football practice. We're going to talk to Trey Moore of Locked On Terrapins, preview Penn State versus Maryland, give you my official preview as well. Penn State 10.5 point favorite against the Terrapins before they go up against the likes of the Michigan Wolverines. For more Penn State football coverage, content, all the latest on the Nittany Lions. Keep it right here on Locked On Nittany Lions.